You're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in and for listening. This episode today, we are going to be diving deep into what to do when you want to give up. OMG, have I been there? I know that feeling really intimately well, and I'm going to talk you through some of the things I want to share with you if you are navigating this season of life as well. So before we dive in, I want to give a shout out to the listener review of the week. This one is from Fresh Is Real from Canada. She's at Fresh Is Real underscore welcome on Instagram. And she writes five stars. Start listening now. Kelly Track is an inspirational woman that knows her stuff. I only wish I was that brilliant. Perhaps I stumbled upon her podcast for a reason. I learn something new every time I listen to an episode. Be ready for an intelligent, energizing, resourceful, and very rad, and sometimes woo-woo lady. The Kelly Track Show is perfect for anyone with dreams, a person starting a new business, or someone that needs a little mindset guidance. Kelly, you are going to do great things in this world. Keep the great work coming, Chantal. Thank you so much, Chantal. I so, so appreciate that. That is so kind. I so appreciate you. And thank you so much for taking the time to write those loving words. Now, my dear friend, if you want to be the podcast listener review of the week, all you got to do is submit a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts and leave your Instagram handle in the comment so I can give you a shout out on the show. I'm I'm so honored and grateful for all of you that have rated and reviewed the show. Ratings are a really big deal for podcasters because it really helps it when I go to pitch guests to come on the podcast, especially really great guests that have really large audiences. They are way more motivated to come on when they see all of your guys' ratings and reviews. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, in addition, I want to say that support for this episode comes from my friends at Podigy. So if you have a podcast and you are looking to outsource all of the backend editing, I would 100% recommend Podigy. So Podigy is the company that edits my show, and I am deeply grateful for them. They make my life so easy. This way is so much easier. You know, if you have a podcast and you just want to like talk to guests and host the shows and create cool content, let Riley and his team at Podigy do all the editing, the show notes, uploading it, getting it in the hands it needs to get. They take care of everything. So all you got to do is send them the files and it's really easy. I love working with them. They're so fast. They're so on time. Everything gets done to an A plus degree, which is amazing because this podcast really is my baby. And I do expect that top notch podcast level quality. And they so deliver above and beyond on it every single time. So if you have a podcast and you're looking to outsource the editing, Podigy is totally for you. So when you get started, mention that the Kelly Track Show sent you and you're going to get 50% off your first month of editing when you get started. Now, support for this episode today also comes from my friends at Bench. So Bench is a bookkeeping platform. I love Bench. It is one of my favorite platforms of all time because it's so simple. Bookkeeping is like not my zone of genius at all. 
all. In fact, I did not do very well in accounting in business school. So you know that I outsource bookkeeping and accounting like a pro in my business. Now, Bench is so beautiful. It is a gorgeous custom software where all you have to do is like sync your credit card details, sync your banking details, and you get assigned a human bookkeeper to do all of your bookkeeping. And voila, like magic at the end of the month, it's all done. And you get to see beautiful charts, graphs, financials. So you always have the hot pulse and the hot read on what's going on in your business. You can see where where things are at. And I love Bench for sake of ease, for simplicity. If you are still doing your own books, I would 100% recommend recommend that you outsource it to Bench. It is so affordable to get going. The platform is so easy. And most importantly, you can save up to like five hours a week instead of like uploading all your receipts and trying to do the numbers yourself and crunch them in Excel. And with Bench, it's all done for you, which is so amazing as a business owner. So when you are ready to get started with Bench Bookkeeping, go sign up with the link in the show notes. It is a special link I got just for you so that you get a free 30-day trial to test out the software. They're going to do your books for a month, totally for free. And when you love it just as much as I do, they're going to give you 20% off your first six months of bookkeeping with them, which is a sweet deal you won't find anywhere else. So the link is in the show notes to find that. All right, my friends, let's dive into this juicy episode today. All right, let's talk about what to do when you want to give up. Holy moly. I think I could record a 10 hour podcast on this one subject alone because (laughs) the amount of times I've wanted to give up in my life is, I mean, I can't even count like so many, so many. I think when you are pursuing anything big and bold and new and creative, you will hit those moments when you're really up against the wall and you're like, I cannot do one more iota of this goddamn work. Like, I think this is it. Like, no more. I'm out. Sorry, universe. I cannot do this. This is too much. I am too stressed. This is way too much for my plate. Nah. This is also that phase of life when the stuff that excites you no longer makes you jazzed. It's like when you hit that creative burnout, when the things you love to do in your spare time now are like, oh, I got to do that. <laughs> Or maybe it's one of those seasons where you are really giving it your 10 out of 10 effort and you're not really seeing the results that you want in return. You are showing up on social media. You are putting yourself out there. You are doing the sales calls. You're on the webinars. You're doing the live events, whatever your business is or your creative endeavor in the world. You are doing the thing. Like you are showing up. And the hardest part is that you wonder, what am I doing wrong? What is missing? Why is this not clicking? If I've tried so hard and I'm still here, what is the point in me going further? Ah, yes. This is like one of the hardest spots, especially on the journey of creation and when you're putting stuff into the world that's new and when you are tapping into your soul's calling and creating your own thing in the world and your own thread in the universe, this phase of, I have done everything and it's still not where I want it to be is perhaps the hardest out of all of them. I bet because you listen to the show, you've had this feeling a lot. And you know, I've had this feeling so many times, like, oh my God, hello. I have four, I've had four businesses. So I've been there (laughs) more times than we could count. You know, the first thing I want to say is this up until this point, you made it. Now, 
I was in a yoga class yesterday, and one of my favorite instructors in Vancouver is Matt Corker. We went to UBC together, and he's always somebody that I've looked up to, and I think he's like the most amazing human. And Matt Corker was saying in a yoga class, it was like a heated vinyasa, and we were in child's pose, and he said, up until this point, you've made it. You did it. And I started to get emotional. I was in child's pose. So thank God people couldn't see me cry. I sometimes cry in yoga. Like I'm the person that gets sentimental over things. I'm like, oh my God, that sounds so good. And then I like get emotional about it. Um, but you see, up until this point, you've made it. I know it's hard. I know it's frustrating. I know it's like difficult. And I know how much you've been crying, how frustrated you are, like how painful it is. But up until this point, you have made it. I want you to give yourself a pat on the back for that because you have made it. You got here. You started that business. You started that thing. You got your first client. You have that website off the ground. You know, maybe you are even just in that early phase of making the commitment to pursue your dreams more seriously. You have made it up until this point. And think about all the other times in your life when you had overcome hardship, you had got through the trenches, you overcame what was really difficult to you at the time, and you made it. You made it through school, maybe you made it through university or grad school or college, you made it through those late night exams, you made it through those first really difficult jobs, you made it through those difficult times, you made it through the breakups, you made it through the hardships, you made it through the traumas, you made it through the difficulties, you made it through everything up until this point today. I want you to recognize yourself for how far you've come. Because last night in yoga, I was like, oh my God, I have come a really far way. This might be one of the biggest spiritual lessons in all of this is the importance of taking a moment to recognize how far we've really come. Because as humans, we love to keep going and push and hit the new goal, hit the new target. If you're anything like me, you have the new thing on the horizon and you're like, I will be happy when I get the new thing. And I know that is not the right mindset, but I am human. I am not like ultra spiritual guru chick. (laughs) I am human through and through. And I play to that fault so often where I'm like, oh, I'll just get that goal and then I'm going to be happy. This is like the biggest spiritual practice out of everything is understanding and validating and recognizing how far you've come in the process, reflecting on all of your achievements to date, reflecting on all the things you've overcome to date, reflecting on what you've built, what you've created, what you've been through, and the fact that you did make it through and that you should really celebrate yourself for all of that. Instead of always looking to the future and thinking, oh my God, I'm not there yet, you know, looking into the past and saying, wow, look how far I've come. That flip in perspective is so empowering. And perhaps the biggest cosmic lesson we all have to learn is really to understand and realize, hey, up until this day, I have made it. So that's the first thing I want to share with you today on the show. Up until this point, you have made it. You made it this far. You got here. You started the thing. You broke up with the person. (laughs) You left the job. You started the new job. You moved across the country. You started again. Maybe you went bankrupt and you built it from scratch. Maybe you made money. You lost money. Heartbreaks, deaths, rebirths, everything. Up until this point, you have made it. And I think there's so much peace and grace in that, knowing that you had overcome all that to get to where you are today. Quite often, we forget to celebrate that peace and being like, oh, 
I have survived as a human on planet Earth for all these years, and I've overcome so much, and I've created so much. That is what I want you to remember right now. So instead of fussing and worrying and stressing about, I'm not there yet, I haven't hit the goal, why is it taking forever, where the hell are my followers on Instagram, what the fuck, like, where's the money, how come people are not lining up at my door to buy my stuff, think about how far you've come. Think about what you've created, what you've put out into the world, what you've birthed, what you have gone through, what you have built out of nothing. (laughs) Think about that and honor it. So the second thing I want to share with you is the advice to take a bit of a pause when you hit this wall, when you hit this feeling of like, I cannot do this any longer. Take a break. You know, I found this has been the only thing that has helped me is to take a break, to really hit the brake pedal and to just be like, hey, I'm going to just leave this alone for a hot second and I'm going to come back to it later with fresh eyes. One of the things I love that Bream Lanson shared in her episode is like to make decisions that are really important when you're feeling good and in alignment, because that's when you're tapped into your soul, right? There is definitely a difference between quitting when everything feels like shit and the knowingness of coming back to something with fresh eyes, feeling better about it, and then having that soulful check-in and being like, hey, do I quit and end here or do I keep going? The answer is usually really different. If you were to FaceTime in on one of my many meltdowns in my entrepreneurial journey, I would have been like, I want out now. Like, get me out. Like, I want to quit. Like, no, I can't do this. But like, you know, in like three days, I'll be okay and I'll be calm and I'll be like, yeah, I think I could keep going. (laughs) That's why I'm like, we got to like get you to a point of neutrality, to this point where you rest, where you take time out. I hear a lot of self-help advice. It's like reconnect to your why. And sometimes I just want to like roll my eyes because sometimes rejections around your creative work can feel like heartbreaks. That's like the best way I can describe it because you've given it your everything. Because so much of your heart and your soul has become invested in this one thing. And then it doesn't go as well as planned. The results aren't there. The money, the followers, whatever your thing is that you're seeking, it falls through. It can be earth shattering. And you know what? If this was a breakup with a human, nobody would be like, oh yeah, go sit in the corner and and talk about your why. People be like, go rest, go have fun, call your girlfriends, go on a trip be good to yourself, you know, take some time, focus on you. I'm going to give you all of those same pieces of advice right now when you're going through a difficult time in your phase of work and your creative work and pursuing your soul's calling. If this was a breakup, treat it in the same way. Take time off. You can't get clarity when you are really at an emotional rock bottom. It's so hard to see the light. And chances are, if you or trying to like brainstorm where to go next from that really low vibe emotional place, you're going to be like, I'm going to quit and throw in the towel, which sometimes is not the right thing to do. Sometimes, yes, it is. And we're going to talk about this later in this episode, but you want to make sure you give yourself the space and the freedom and the flexibility. Don't sit at the computer longer. Don't try to pull out the Excel spreadsheet and crunch the numbers harder. Don't try to make a more intensive plan for yourself. Don't try to make a harder, more aggressive strategy. Don't be like pushing up your webinars and be like, I'm just going to do eight of these in a day. I'm just going to get this shit done. Like, don't try to grind it out and hustle it out in attempts to control the situation. We're going to have to soften and ease into things and surrender and let go. 
that is what's needed in these moments. It's not tightening the grip, it's loosening the grip. It's letting go, it's relaxing, it's surrendering, it's taking a break, it's taking a pause and taking time away from it. Even like a week, giving yourself a week off of it entirely. There's been times when I just take a week off my business. Thank God I have the structures in place where if I want to take a break off for a week, I can. But it's like, screw it. I ain't doing this shit for this week (laughs) because I got to clear my head. And like, I can't make good decisions until I come back from a clear spot. And this is how I want you to go through this phase of life. Go through it like how you would treat a breakup because sometimes the emotions are the same, especially if it's been big rejection, like a really big failed launch or really low results or those, you know, one of those like late night cries where you're like, I don't know if I could do it anymore. I know you understand what I'm saying. Take time, take space, let go, surrender, allow, trust, lean back. This is not a time to bind down harder and try harder. One of my favorite phrases in the quantum leap strategy by Price Pritchett, it's all about this one quote he said, and he said, trying harder is the trap. I'm going to repeat that again. Trying harder is the trap. Trying to do things harder is one of the most ineffective ways to achieve your goals. Because if what you're doing isn't working, trying to pursue it harder and with more dedication isn't going to help. It's going to make it worse. So I get this from the lens of experience. And I teach you everything on the Kelly Track Show from personal experience because the universe was like, oh, hey, Kelly, you want to have a podcast about doing your own thing in the world and going for what you want? We're going to give you a lot of experiences so you can talk about this stuff and understand the full spectrum of emotions. (laughs) That's one of those things, you know, same thing goes with like, you know, Kelly, you want to talk about money. You want to talk about business. You want to talk about living your best life. We're going to give you many opportunities to practice the opposite (laughs) so you can really become a master of this work. And uh, that's part of what you get when you sign up to teach a piece of work is the inverse and having to deal with all that so that you do become the master not just from the highs, but the master from the lows. So I get it. I have been there. Trying harder really is the trap because if you have the wrong mindset or you have the wrong strategy and you're just pushing harder with the wrong strategy and you're like, why is it not working? I'm trying everything. It's still not here, but you're using the wrong tools. It's like you're trying to fix the kitchen sink and you don't have the right plumbing equipment. You don't have the right wrench You don't have the right sink that fits into the piece of granite. You don't have the right sized faucet. It doesn't fit. It's like you're trying to assemble the sink with the wrong tools. And you're like, why is it not working? Why can I not get this plumbing to work? Why is there water spurting out? And you're just trying harder, trying to use the wrong inputs. You cannot get the final product. So trying harder really is the trap because our human mind and what we've been taught in society is like, just show up harder. Just try harder. Now, this really reminds me of business school because I would try so hard. We did this one case study. We had to do a lot of business case studies at business school. Makes sense. Um, And it was a Harvard MBA case. It was called the Cranberry case about logistics at a cranberry factory about cranberry input, cranberry output. It was the 
hardest thing I had to study. I could not get my head around it. Everybody else in my class looked like they were just breezing through it. I did not understand it. I was struggling like crazy. I was trying and trying and trying and trying. I worked on the numbers. I was working on the Excel stuff. I was trying to understand it. And my brain literally physically could not do it. This is where trying harder is the trap because I can try all day long to try to master the logistics of this cranberry factory. Or I could have taken my foot off the gas pedal. I could have leaned into my zone of genius. I could have really relied on my team members and I could have said, hey, you're going to have to take the lead on this because I don't understand this. So you present it, you explain it, you tell me what's going on and I need your help. And this is the fundamental reason why trying harder really is the trap because you can only try so hard and you hit that point of like, it's just not getting better because you have the wrong tools or the wrong strategy or the wrong mindset or like being a hundred percent straight up. You're really not cut out for that work. You know, a lot of what I teach now in business coaching or in your conscious empire is doing it in the easy way, tapping into your genius, cashing in on what comes most naturally to you. It's this other way of being because I've seen it from the other way and it is not as fun or as pleasurable. So remember, trying harder is the trap. And when you really do feel that desire to control, to grasp harder, to exert more effort, try taking a break, surrendering, relaxing, taking space and taking time. Hey friends, it's me. I just wanted to swing by really quickly in the middle of this juicy episode and answer the one question that I get asked every single day. And it's this, how exactly did you build a profitable and successful business out of doing what you love? Let me show you how. I earn a full-time income doing what I adore. And you know what? I used to look at people online and wonder how the heck are they doing it? Now I'm taking my skills and my years of expertise and I'm translating it and teaching it right back to you for free. I'm welcoming you to my six day online free course called how to start your online empire. If you have ever dreamed of starting a business or you already have one and you want to elevate it, this class is totally for you. It teaches you how to really program your mindset for success. First and foremost, you're going to overcome that self-doubt. You're finally going to believe that you're really ready to start and you are going to elevate your self-worth. Plus, we talk about the nitty-gritty details of what it really looks like to have one of those beautiful and thriving online businesses from the marketing to the sales, to the products, to the pricing, to how to make it all work. I teach you for free in this course. So all you got to do is trust that divine calling on your life, say yes, and enroll. So to snag my top tier strategies and get a little bit of supportive, loving business coaching from me, go to kellytrack.com slash empire, and you'll get instant access to this free course. That's kellytrack.com slash empire to get in on all my secrets. All right, people back to the show. So the third thing I want to share with you today about quitting is knowing when to quit. So this is such an art, like the art of quitting stuff. There is quitting for the right reasons and quitting for the wrong reasons. So let's talk about quitting for the right reasons. This is about like when you have a job, a nine to five or a corporate job, or you're doing something and you hate it. Quitting that stuff feels amazing. That's like the good kind of quitting. It's good when you intuitively know things need to end. When you get the clear science in the universe that like, uh, yep, I'm unhappy. Yep, I don't like this. Yep, I'm done. Yep, this is the last straw. See ya, bitches, I'm out of (laughs) here. 
that's like the good kind of quitting. That's this kind of thing where you got to have the party and celebrate yourself because you quit the stuff you hated. That is the good kind of quitting. That's the stuff I love to see. That's the stuff I really encourage. Quit the stuff in your life that's not working. Jobs, relationships, living situations, anything that doesn't feel great, quit it. Like, just quit it. I love quitting. I celebrate quitting. Quitting is like my favorite thing in the world. I did an episode for you called Quitting is Underrated, which was one of my most popular episodes. I will link it for you in the show notes. And it's all about how quitting is like my favorite thing. Because when you say no to something that's not in alignment with your worth, something that you don't love, something where you're like, yep, I know I could get better, or I know I could do better than this. You open yourself up to the possibilities of what the universe is trying to send you. You open up yourself to the possibilities of what you really want for your life and you really step into your worth. So I am all for quitting the shit you hate. That's the good kind of quitting. The stuff that you don't like and then you stepping into your worth and your power and saying, I'm better than this. See ya, bro. I'm going to go do my own thing. That is the good kind of quitting. Let's talk about the bad kind of quitting. So the bad kind of quitting is like, you are pursuing your soul's calling. You have your own business. You have your own startup. You have your own Etsy store. You sell your own online courses. You have a coaching practice. You're a stylist. And then all of a sudden you hit a roadblock. You love this work. You are obsessed with it. It's your soul's passion. You could do it all day long. You're just starting out and you hit roadblock. It's hard. The money doesn't come in the door. Your webinar tanks. Maybe nobody shows up to your webinar. Nobody buys your stuff. People don't buy anything from your Etsy store. You never get a client. You feel like you're a big fake and you're like, man, this is not working. I should quit. This, my friend, is actually the wrong time to quit. A lot of people quit way too soon. I I talk about this a lot, but you know, they always say it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. And it's so true. It takes 10 years of back-end work before anybody gets on Oprah. It takes 10,000 hours, which is roughly like showing up to a nine to five for like eight years to become a master at something. Things take time. And if you don't see results in the first couple months, don't worry. You are like every other human being who tried to do something new and different with their life. Like, hello, (laughs) this is so normal. One of the traps I see a lot of early stage entrepreneurs make is this trap of, oh, well, my podcast hasn't got the downloads I want. So maybe that's a sign I shouldn't do it. Or I haven't got as many clients as I want, so maybe the universe is telling me I shouldn't do this thing. Or my YouTube channel isn't as popular or my Instagram isn't getting as much traction and engagement, so maybe this is a sign I should just quit. These are not signs that you should quit. Please, for the love of God, do not quit. In the beginning, things take time. Rome was not built in a day. That's like the most cheesy quote in the book. But you know what? It's so true. You know, we live in this world. I've talked about this lots on the podcast where we want everything now. I call it Amazon priming our dreams where we want our dreams now. And it's like, uh, sorry, buddy, it takes time. Like years have gone into the making of who I've become for today. Years. There really is no such thing as overnight success. It's like years in business school, years going back and forth to Silicon Valley, years doing kellytrack.com. The time investment I have made in studying business, in like living and breathing startups, like, you know, building kellytrack.com, years. I did not just snap my fingers in high school and be like, whoa, baby, hey, I have this awesome podcast, look at me. Like there have been years and years and years Study, practice, failure, pivot, get up again, try again, try something else, get rejected, 
try again, do a new thing, try something else, ball my eyes out. Okay, one more time, stand up, ball back down. One more time, stand up. All right, let's do this. Okay, let's launch this. Oh, this didn't work. Okay, let's try again. I have done this, a song and dance, more times than anybody has seen. This is one of the big things with Instagram and social media and websites. There's this whole disillusion that these people just made everything like instantly. Do you know how long I have been practicing my craft? Years. Years. I did not just snap my fingers and this happened. So sometimes when people are like, well, why is it happening slowly? You're still in the process of becoming. That's why it's taking time. The flower needs time to grow. I come back to this metaphor a lot because we all forget it in the digital era when like things refresh in two seconds. You know when like your Instagram app doesn't refresh fast and you're like, why is it taking forever? You know what takes forever? You know, like things like making volcanoes and you know, tectonic plates shifting. That stuff takes forever. To make the islands of Hawaii, that took a long time. How long it takes for your Instagram feed to refresh? Very fast in comparison to that. And we want all of our results to refresh as fast as our Instagram feed. When in fact, a lot of time results take time. They take time. And a lot of people quit too soon because they're not willing to invest the time. This is a long game thing. You know, building a business, building your thing, creating something for yourself. It's, it's a long game project. You, my friend, you have the rest of your life to work on your calling. This is not a short, quick sprint to the finish line. This is a long game thing we're all playing. So sometimes we get upset because we don't look like we're there fast enough or, it's not happening quick enough or things are taking time. Yeah, because it's a, we're running a marathon here. Like this is not like quick sprints. Like, hey, everybody, I made a million dollars in a day. No, like, like no, <laughs> unless you're like Elon Musk, you're not going to make a million dollars in a day. Come on. It's going to take you time. It's going to take time. And when we lack the patience and when we lack the devotion to the mastery, we quit and we quit too soon and we take ourselves out of the race. You know, the only person that takes yourself out of the race is you. So just don't take yourself out of the race. You know, if you just never take yourself out of the race, you will finish the marathon, okay? Even if you walk it to the end, you will get there. Like my dear friend, if you keep going and you have the right mindset and the right strategy, you will get there in some point in time. Like how a life affirming is that? Did you know that? That one day you're gonna get there? If you just keep going and never quit, you'll get there. It's almost like mind-blowing to our inner critic and our ego, which likes to parade around and act as if we're never going to get there. Think back to the times in your life when it just needed time to happen. Maybe a relationship, maybe a strong friendship, maybe a business, maybe it was growing a baby in your body. It needed time, okay? You don't get to just like snap your fingers and have a baby tomorrow. Things take time. It's like the cycle of freaking nature. So... As humans, we like to like outperform everything and think we can do it ASAP. Don't quit because it's taking a long time. It's like if you're going to have a baby, okay? This is the exact same thing that people do with their dreams. Okay, so you conceive a baby and the baby is not here in one month. So you're like, well, I guess this baby that's growing is failing. That's the same thing people do with their dreams. You start a business, it grows for a month. You're like, oh, well, how come I'm not a millionaire yet? I guess it's not working. So I guess I should stop. All right, see a business. People do the same thing. If we, we're talking about babies, everybody would be like, um, hello, you're growing a human. It takes time. Be easy on yourself. Be patient. Be gentle. Be compassionate. But with a business, we're all like, where are my results? <laughs> it's like the results monster comes out. It's like cookie monster, but results monster. Results. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's so true. And it's like, come on, if this thing was a child growing in a woman's body, everybody would be like, of course. But when it's you and your soul's calling and it's taking time, we're like, results monster is here. Where are you? Baby. Oh, baby's coming in nine months. Business. Where are my results? <sighs> oh my God. Results monster is like my new favorite thing. LOL. How do I think of this shit? <laughs> so every time you want to quit, ask yourself, is the results monster just coming out? Because if the results monster is rearing its ugly head, this is not a time to quit. Results monster, shut up. Like sit down. Like you do not get the microphone. <laughs> Things take time. And because it's taking time, that is not an indicator that you need to give up or quit. Listen to your intuition. And if your intuition, by all means, says, I'm not enjoying this, I want to quit, then quit. But if there's a part of you that's like, oh, but I still want to do this, or I think I could, or I don't know, I still have that dream. Don't quit because the results monster is hungry, okay? It will be happy one day, okay? And this is why I said we're playing the long game, which is hard because we're used to instant results. And Cookie Monster and the results monster, they don't want to wait for the reward. They want it now. So when people don't see it ASAP, they get pissed. Next time you want to quit, have that intuitive check-in and be like, man, am I doing this out of fear or am I doing this out of love? Am I quitting because I'm afraid and the results monster is getting to me? Or am I quitting out of love because it's the right thing to do? Now, the last thing I want to say as well about quitting out of love is this. You got to let go or be dragged. This is one of my favorite quotes. Let go or be dragged. That is like the most powerful visual ever. Letting go or being dragged. If you've got something in your life that's not working and it's something you genuinely don't like, And remember, this is the good kind of quitting because we quit it because you don't like it, like a nine to five you hate or a corporate career that sucks your soul or staying on a team where the boss is like a total nightmare. Sometimes the most gentle and compassionate thing you can do for yourself is to let go. Getting dragged is like not cool. Like, no, thank you. Sometimes it takes the most amount of courage and dedication to let go of something that's not working in your life. So I really, really encourage you, you know, when you do want to quit, have that check-in and see, you know, where is this coming from? Listen to your intuition. Is it from love? Is it from fear? Is it the results monster showing up? Or is this something I really actually need to quit because I hate it? Listen, listen, listen. You know, only you know the answers of when something needs to end. And the last piece I'm going to say is if you don't let go and something needs to end and you're holding on for too long, sometimes the universe will give you the boot. It will kick you out. So it'll be like, Kate, she's taking too long. Skelly track girl is twiddling her thumbs. Trying to give her the boot already. No, I know for me, the last part-time job I had when I was working on kellytrack.com, like I was doing lots of things at the beginning, freelancing, tutoring, working uh, retail at Lululemon and selling stuff on Craigslist. I was doing anything I could to get some cash in on the side while I built this business. And The last job I had was this freelance job. I was thinking like, man, it'd be nice to work on my own business full time. And then lo and behold, the next meeting I went in, I got fired. So sometimes if we don't have the courage to let go, the universe is going to do it for you. It's like you are going skydiving. You're at the edge of the plane and you have two options. You jump out of the plane and pull the parachute or somebody on the team gives you a push and they force you out of the plane. 
The universe works in the same way. You take the leap and you let go on your own or the universe is like, all right, chop, chop, let's do this. And it makes the decision for you. So if you're really desiring to quit something and you know it's time for something to end and you're like, man, I wish this thing was over. Why don't you just jump out of the plane yourself? Because if you wait and wait and wait and wait, there's a good chance the universe might do it for you anyways. So the fourth thing I want to share with you around this topic of quitting, if you are looking to keep going and you want to stay because you love it, and even though you're having a hard time, this this point is for you. I want you to think back to a time before this when you also wanted to quit, but you didn't. And think about how happy you are that you kept going. I want you to think back to the last time you wanted to quit. Think back to the last meltdown, to the last tear session, to the last frustration, to the last time you pulled out your hair being like, yep, that's it, final straw. Think about how hard that felt. Think about how difficult it was. And you picked yourself back up and you kept going and you got here. And think of all the stuff you accomplished since then. Think of the work you created, the stuff you put out, maybe the website you built, the podcast episodes you did, the clients you worked with, um, the new products you sold, the new things you made. Think about all the things you've done since that last point. And aren't you glad you didn't quit? So I want to tell you a personal story. For 2018, I set a very large moonshot goal as an amount of money I wanted to earn. At the start of 2018, it felt really huge. And I was like, I don't know if I can pull this off. This is a really big number. It was November and I was on the phone with Chris and I said, I'm actually really close. And he said to me, Kelly, do you remember all the times you wanted to quit? And I just started to cry because in that moment, of being like so close to hitting that income goal at the end of December, I thought about all the meltdowns I had had. I had thought about all the times when I really thought it was a final straw. I thought about every single time I was ready to give up. I tell you this story because I am sure there are points in your life right now where based on the success that you've had up to date today to say, hey, friend, remember all the times you wanted to quit? Remember all the times when you thought it wouldn't go anywhere, when you thought you'd never make any money, when you thought, you know, who would read this, who would buy this? Remember all the times you doubted yourself or you worried or you got frustrated or you got upset? Remember all those times and look how far you've come and you made it through all that. So my friend, I want to share that with you because you are way more successful than you realize. You are smarter than you think. You are more talented and educated than you give yourself credit for. Your work is more sacred and special than you think it is. The way you do things is more unique than you give yourself credit for. Your word is more special than what you assume it to be. I want to share this with you because it comes back to like us not seeing our own gifts and us not seeing our achievements and us not understanding how far we've come. You have come so much farther than you realize. And I want you to really remember that, especially on the days when you want to quit and you want to give up. Remember how far you've come. You have made it to here. You have made it up until now. You have created so much. You're smarter than you think. You're better than you think. And you're more talented and cool than you give yourself credit for. You, my friend, can totally do this. 
So I hope this conversation supports you. I hope you find it nourishing and, and supportive along your journey. I hope this message lands for you and resonates at a time when you really needed to hear it. Wherever you are at in your journey, I really do hope that this message serves you and reaches the depths of your heart and that it provides you some level of comfort between the darkness and the difficulties and the time passing when it feels like it's never ending. So I really hope that this has served you today and I hope that you don't quit. In a quick summary, here's what we chatted about today. Number one, you have made it up until now. You've made it. Like, give yourself a pat on the back because you made it through everything. Number two, if you are really desiring to quit and give up, take space, take a break, get a breather. You know, treat this like a breakup. Don't just try to go back and work on things harder. Create spaciousness for yourself to explore the new realms of possibility. The third piece of advice I want to share with you is to understand how to make the right intuitive decision to quit. Listen to your intuition. Is it coming from love? Is it coming from fear? And remember, if you need to quit something that's not working, you have two options. You can let go or be dragged. Letting go is a lot easier. And if you don't let go fast enough, sometimes the universe is going to kick you out of the plane and make you skydive faster than you want. The fourth key piece I want to leave you with today is to remember all the times you wanted to quit, all the times you wanted to toss in the towel before this and how proud of yourself you are that you have made it this far in your journey. So my friends, that is a show for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening. If this episode in particular really, really touched you or resonated with you, I would love for you to take a screenshot of it and upload it to your Instagram stories. Tag me in it. It's just at Kelly Track. And if there is a friend in your life who could totally use these words, go ahead and send them the show. That's one of the kindest things you can do is to pass it along to somebody who like really needs to tune into this message today. And I would be forever grateful for, you know, getting the word out there on the show. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I also want to give a quick shout out and thanks to Riley, Dan, and Jenna who support me with the Kelly track show. You three are amazing. I really appreciate you. And I hope you all have an amazing day and I will catch you back here soon. All right, my friends. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day and I'm so excited to see you back here soon. 